0: It can't be that bad. Oh, 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 it can't be that bad. So even after watching this movie, you don't feel like it's the holiday season. I barely even,
1: honestly, I barely even consider this a Christmas movie.
0: It is a very unorthodox Christmas movie. It's a movie that takes place during Christmas more so, right? The beginning, yeah, just and the end, and then afterwards, it's just kind of like. Yeah, the few weeks afterwards.
1: Is this is a two-hour movie. Yes. An hour and 40 minutes of it is not on Christmas.
0: You're right. The first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes are on Christmas Day, yeah. and that's about it.
1: We go all the way to Valentine's Day, and then he makes a Halloween joke, which makes me think maybe in the script it was written to go even longer.
0: Wow. For some reason, because this is one of my favorite movies
1: Ever. I will easily say that. Well, let's not get too crazy here. Yeah. Let's introduce ourselves and our friends and let's everything here.
0: Welcome the listeners to the show. Hello, listeners. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name's Alejandro. My name is Christian. And this is ICBTB Podcast. Also known as It, it Can't, Can't Be, Be That, that bad. bad. For your first time listeners, if you guys don't know what this is, this is a bad movie podcast where we defend your favorite bad movies. I don't even think this one is considered a bad movie. I mean, critically, as we usually say, I think yeah. it's like 46% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is right up. Well
1: we have to look, but I know it, people like this movie. It's just it came out at a tough time.
0: Yeah. 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 Anything, what do you mean it came out at a tough time? What does well, that
1: mean? Anything that came out around two years before after 9-11 just mm-hmm. kind of got lost in its like And this is in New York too. Yeah, it just kind of right. gets lost in the fuzz of like we got bigger things to do here. And You're it's right. like, yeah. So that's unfortunate. But, but this
0: is Nicolas Cage prime time. It's definitely he's definitely
1: doing he's doing a lot. Yeah. And you were saying he looks good in this movie. Very cut. Which he does. Very, like his, sh- I was really impressed by his, like, shoulder muscle. You can
0: tell a man is very confident. Like, in this movie, when he is, when we see him living the bachelor life, he goes to sleep in black briefs, just like real like confident. Skinny skivvies. Very, like, almost Speedos, right? Women's underwear. Basically, yeah, it's very revealing. I, I know, I've known girlfriends who've had bigger underwear than that. And he's wearing it confidently. Someone has to. Good hairline on the best I've seen his hairline in a while because I guess that goes with time when you have a Nicholas Cage hairline. His
1: hairline comes in and out because his hairline in like The Rock really bad, mm-hmm. and that was way before this.
0: Maybe it's the way it was styled because here he's like depends pretty handsome. Depends up. on
1: the hair and makeup people. I Did think. you
0: like him in this movie?
1: I loved him in this movie.
0: I think he was, and also Taya Leone as his. Tia, counterpart. Tia, tia? I think it has that apostrophe, apostrophe over the E, so I'm I, say but I Tia?
1: But I don't know how that affects the E.
0: Yeah, no, no clue. I would say Taya.
1: Because it's not Spanish. It's not like Tia. Tia,
0: tia, tia Leone?
1: Right. Well, I'm going <laughs> to stick with Taya. I'm going to call her Lady. That's going to be so ambiguous. Well, why There's why don't multiple we women in this. We watched the movie, guys, and this movie's called. The, the family, family man. man
0: so what are your memories with this movie when did you first watch it how often have you watched it <laughs> did you watch it 20 <laughs> times a year like i do <laughs> Did you consider it a staple in a christmas catalog uh, no 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 and no okay um
1: i've watched it actually not too too long ago because it was on tv just back when i was still living with my parents so uh-huh. at least at least three maybe four years ago now that sounds pretty long ago man um uh, <laughs> But I remember watching it and being like, this is really good. Like, this is Nick Cage at his, like, at his Nick cageist Yeah. Funny, but not over the top. A subtle humor, witty humor. Deep, like, meaningful scenes and themes throughout yeah. the whole film. Yeah. It kind of has, like, a brief, like, touch on... Angels and devils and maybe aliens. Yeah,
0: it's may- maybe aliens because daughter. They
1: do bring up aliens quite a bit. His daughter's so cute in and this. And from what I'm learning in school is in script writing, you don't put something in there unless it means something. Unless there's some subtle monster. Unless there's something, like, unless it has to do with it. So, like, uh-huh. the fact that the alien thing keeps coming up makes me think maybe, you know. But-
0: well, let's get into it. Let's uh, do the nitty gritty. Okay. And then
1: we'll just hit it
0: from beginning to end.
1: We'll hit it from the back.
0: That's fucking disgusting We'll it from the front dude? first and then we'll
1: go all the way through to the back.
0: Be a, this is a PG-13 movie. It's we weird that, that it comes
1: in at PG-13 actually Yeah cause, like, cause there's some risque it. parts. They're pushing it. When
0: Tay Leone is like showering and really swinging that ass <laughs> I mean I was afraid she was gonna drop something you know yeah, what I mean. I was like whoa. Like, something might fall out. A rock. I thought I was afraid she was gonna slip with those dance moves in that wet tub <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gross, bro. We watched a movie called The Family Man. Uh and it is rated PG thirteen and was released in the year two thousand. It has a runtime of Oh shit. It's like two hours and five minutes. I was just gonna say that, but it it's cut off here, so I can't see it. Anyways, minutes. It uh it has a rating of six point eight out of ten on IMDb, a fifty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and a forty two percent on T V Guide. Google, you wanna guess? Um I think
0: 83% of Google users like this movie. It's for sure in the 80s. Yeah? It has to be 80s. 89. 89! So almost See? not. A lot of people agree with me that this movie's
1: good. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Good. I think it's weird. And this movie also makes me think of a lot of things that kind of aren't super like in line with this movie. Again, like what? the aliens, angel, devil debate. Yeah. Also, like. I I briefly mentioned to you downstairs, like, so what happens to the other Nicolas Cage? Like, the guy whose life he swapped into. Yeah. What happened to that guy? And I'd like to imagine that he was put into rich Nicolas Cage's life. And I would love to see that movie.
0: I don't know. I don't want to see, like, this wholesome family man turn into this asshole
1: bachelor. Or, or, or would it be, like, an awkward... Like, imagine if you were a family man launched into that world. You wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, like I'd that, be so confused. When very that girl funny. shows up on Christmas Day in he'd her be like, lingerie, Where's Kate? you'd be like, "I don't." Uh, you'd be doing the same thing, running downstairs, and people would be like, "Oh, good morning, Mister Cage. Good morning, Mister Cage." You'd be are you like, "My wife Who and are kids." People, yeah, he'd be freaking out. So I would like to see that movie. That'd be funny. I would like to. I would like to to be CGI animated now because Nicholas Cage is older. Um, but we'll get to that. We had that. Thing looking for here. an investor. Three hundred million dollars is needed. Uh, Synapse is coming at you.
0: Right at you.
1: Jack's lavish, fast paced lifestyle. Cha- Lifestyle. <laughs> Changes one Christmas night when he stumbles into a grocery store holdup and disarms the gunman. The next morning, he wakes up in bed lying next to Kate, his college sweetheart, that he left in order to pursue his career. And to his horrifying discovery, all of his former life no longer exists. As he stumbles through this alternate suburban universe, Jack finds himself at the crossroads where he must choose between his high-powered career and the woman he loves. This movie had a budget of $60 million hairs. You want to guess how much this movie made back in its box office recoup?
0: I'm going to say $100 million. I think that it was very popular.
1: $124.7 Nice, dude. Yes. yes. Because
0: uh, Taylor Leone was very popular around this time as well with Spanglish, I believe, and with uh, Bad Boys having come out five years prior. And that was like really Bad the thing. Boys. that. that's
1: right. That is her and Bad Boys.
0: Mm-hmm. And she was just like this. She has this perfect touch of... Wholesome yet sexy, that I think was really perfect for the time, and she's still and, doing great right now. And
1: quirky, like she has that kind of like I don't know. And I also mentioned to you her style of like broken hearted woman is yeah. the inhale woman, the <laughs> which works
0: as an engaged well, man that has it. been in fights. That kind of strategy coming from a woman
1: well, works for me. I, I will like give you the said, world. It's really hard to be a yeller when mm. you're inhaling that much. Yeah, yeah.
0: It doesn't, doesn't work that way. It's
1: impossible. And she... You can't even speak when you're inhaling. No. Try I'm not it. Even. Uh, hello, my name is Christian. <laughs> hello, my name is Christian. I don't know I, I also work. said Christian. <laughs> doesn't work that way. Anyway, Tia Leone is killing it and way too sexy to be a mom of two.
0: Uh, she looks great. Homegirl's keeping it tight.
1: Too tight. (laughs) It's way too tight. They're also way too lovey-dovey for being married for 13 years.
0: Well, Jeremy Piven does make it a point to say that every guy in the neighborhood is jealous of you. Will give their left nut, yeah. Will give their left nut to be with a girl like Kate. And yeah,
1: exactly so. Real Jack. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly really loves her and like that's evident based on what everybody's telling him. like you're acting really weird but but also I think kind of what they're saying too when they tell him like you're acting weird Jack they're also being like you're acting weird Jack because if you were even 1% less of that like fall in love head over heels guy we would all notice right away and you fall like 600% mm-hmm. like you're so far the opposite and this movie really has me thinking about mental health yeah. I mean, we'll get there when we get there. Let's start from the beginning.
0: Yes. So the movie opens up and introduces us to Jack Campbell, played <laughs> by Nicolas Cage, who is this bachelor aka president of a Wall Street company. He's a he's a big
1: shot. He's a stockbroker. He's, a he's stock the president broker. of a stock firm that's making like the one of the biggest mergers ever. Yeah. I don't know if companies were making 130 billion dollar mergers in 2000. I wonder if they picked that number just so everyone would be like <laughs> Ain't that a ridiculous large sum of money? Now it's like, oh, that happens all the time.
0: Oh, uh, let's actually take it, uh, a few steps back. This movie opens up 13 years prior yes. to the
1: present. And so that part I didn't remember. Yes. Uh, so I'm glad upon the rewatch that I saw that again because that does really make a really poignant point. Say the goodbye at an airport, yeah. never known if you're ever going to see somebody again, is a really intense. Theme that that they can play on, and it's it is a very intense moment, especially for a lot of people who have to go through that moment where you say goodbye to somebody and you don't know if you'll ever see them again. Mm-hmm. It's really intense, and I think what this movie plays off really well is being like it's this moment right here that yeah. diverges, yes, and we're not going to talk about any of the other decisions or choices that they make. We're going to talk about this one right here and what the difference is and what happens.
0: Yeah, so um, Kate, Kate's character was has a is going to go to law school. She's going to stay in uh new jersey America, new yeah. york i think for I, she goes school. to nyu yeah and then uh jack is gonna get on the plane to go to london to, to work for, for an barclays agentship. yep yes. which is a big deal and at the beginning of the movie kate makes it a point to say i have a really bad feeling about this like whatever you do don't and it's like she puts her heart out there she really does which is like brave but like realistically speaking a lot of like i think nowadays it's like Support your partner in all their endeavors, even if it can mean like you guys don't end up together, which right is the argument here. But she like throws her heart out there. She says, just stay here with me. I choose us is what she says at the beginning of the movie, which it's, comes it's, back later.
1: It's very it's very poignant what she says in the beginning because it's almost it's mirrored with what he says at the end.
0: And then he hugs her. And she thinks oh, that she keeps yes. him
1: to stay, has him to uh, keeps him from leaving. I thought that was actually kind of fucked up a little bit. And he Although says, he doesn't really say he doesn't say anything until after the hug. So ap- he's like, mm-hmm. I ha- "We have to have this moment." Yeah, because she gets she breaks down when he says, "You know, a, I'm a going. year's
0: not gonna." Like it's, just it's not going to change and then, anything, and it changes.
1: Everything. Of course, it does. The two minutes after you get onto that plane, everything changes. That's it. So, like, it shoots I've said goodbye to people at the airport. It
0: hurts. I know my yes. brother has too, and he, you know, I know a lot of people that going to the airport is a very, uh, it's a very triggering place.
1: Oh, I have such a tough time going through security at Oakland Airport. That's why, like, I have to have music playing and I have to be like thinking of something else completely. And like, you know, I, I don't think. Karen knew that until now when she's probably listening to this, uh-huh. but like, that's why I have to listen to my fucking music, because uh-huh. I hate that place.
0: You have to distract yourself. It is a very bittersweet place, right? Yes. The, a it's place a horrible you,
1: place to say goodbye to somebody.
0: A place to say goodbye to your loved ones, but also say hello if they're coming from another place, right? <laughs> you know what?
1: There you go. I'm trying to be there's an the, optimist. I, there's the Christian. I got you, dude. Uh, so they do say goodbye, and he leaves, and we pick back up 13 years later, uh-huh. and Nick Cage is living an awesome life. Yeah. He's so, the guy. And we find out later that so is She's also living a great life. Again, they made it it's not this movie's not about right or wrong decisions. Mm -hmm. It's just about the differences that can come of it, right? Because they even talk about how like, well, yeah, some things are good and some things are bad, but just like in my normal life, some things are good and some things are bad. And it's Mm -hmm. like
0: All he knows is what he knows in that universe. He loves being rich. He loves being able to ask for anything and it comes it's brought to him.
1: Yeah. He's worked his way up to the top of this firm. He's the president. He's making these billion dollar Deals. Yeah. Uh and he you know, sleeping with supermodels. <clears throat> driving a Ferrari. Yeah. He's I, living I that mean, life. Lives in a penthouse. He's he's Bruce Wayne. Basically, yeah. dude. And uh self made um, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. This movie alludes to two films, uh you know a christmas carol Mm -hmm. with having him being kind of like a scrooge character who works all the time and doesn't care about the holidays and is focused on money and focused on himself and then of course the other one that it's a big heavy um influence from is it's a wonderful life the Mm -hmm. whole idea of like going back and seeing what difference it would be like if i could go back and change this what would happen to the world and the people that i know and i influence with um so when we have this quick explanation to where he is in his life. They show us all of the high points real quick. He's got a huge closet. He's got all the clothes. He's got all of the cars. He's got all the girls. He's got all the money. He's got everything that people want. But then we find out pretty quickly, like, but as great as that seems, there is this thing that's missing. And even he doesn't even know it. That's one thing that I love about this film is it's not so much of it being uh like look at this character who wished he had made this decision he doesn't wish he made that decision he mm-hmm. didn't want to make that decision he's happy in the life that he has so when he has that run-in with Don Cheadle in the beginning and he's forced back to you know go back and do all these things he is so scared it's because he didn't want that mm-hmm. it's not until he see really sees what it's, like. it's not a grass is greener on the other side of the fence sort of thing it's uh what you know, he doesn't even know it existed exactly
0: that hypothetical because he's happy in his life, which is where Don Cheadle and like I think I don't know, Don Cheadle is this angel, he does I, or devil. We don't know who he is, but he's this guy that gives Nicolas Cage a glimpse, and it's all because or Nicolas aliens. Cage found an opportunity in this very materialistic lifestyle. He found this opportunity to help someone. He saw that Don Cheadle's character had pulled a gun on a uh, on a supermarket owner,
1: uh, on Ken uh, Liung. Who is that? that? That guy's in a bunch of stuff. He was in Lost and stuff. He's a, Is he really? He's, he, he was also in Rush Hour. Did not... I don't know. He's in the first Rush Hour. Really? He's As who? The, he's one of the... like The, the guy who makes the call. Really? The guy really? who like, does a kidnapping. That's him? The one who gets hit and scraped and has the scar? Stop. Yes, sir. did not realize yes, sir. that. Well, that's fucking cool. Uh, yeah, so he... he... Is trying to scam him, maybe, maybe not. We don't know. It's a lottery. He, ticket. he said is. it's real, though. He did it's say probably it's probably a scam, though. Nobody wins the lottery. Christian, read 1984. Okay, my bad. Uh, and then he pulls a gun on the guy, and then it's a, it's a, but there's a lady with a baby in there who screams, yeah. who gets scared, and so Nicolas Cage steps up and like puts himself in between the lady and the baby, and is like, "Hey, how about this? How about?" I I buy the ticket from you for two hundred bucks, and then we just we just call it. You just leave, and just nobody mm-hmm. does anything, and it's very noble. Yep. And then so they they both walk outside.
0: Nicholas Cage is trying to talk to Don Cheadle. I
1: do love early two thousands gangster Don Cheadle.
0: Oh, he's dope with the man. one leg rolled up. I miss the one pant leg rolled up look. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Well, that on top of oh. having the visor turned backwards with a with- cigar. <laughs> Just like talked in front of his ear.
1: Not a swisher sweet or something like that. Not something like a little fat, thicker. A fat cigar he had right there. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know if they knew what they were doing. Don exactly. Cheadle
0: has like a great range, man. Oh, he's
1: so good. So good to play someone and so like, young like in that. 2000. Yeah. Uh, so he meets gangster Don Cheadle, and then he's like, "I'm gonna give you a glimpse at the life that you never had." Mm-hmm. Boom, wakes up. And this is really where the movie picks up yeah. because because he wakes up and
0: he sees that. Kate is on him, and he's like, oh my, what, well, my college sweetheart is on me? Sees that he has two loud kids, he's waking up to a dog. A dog he's like,
1: the alarms go off, it's Christmas Day. Yup,
0: meets, uh, runs into uh, Kate's parents, Ed and Lorraine.
1: Who I also think are maybe Ed and Lorraine Warren from the Conjuring series. <laughs> I knew that, yeah, it's uh,
0: very uncanny it's, that that's their names. I really was
1: thinking that. Thank you. Um, so, he does, and I also just want to say this, because this is another thing that comes up to me. The mental break that... Tia Leone watches happen to the love of her life, a man that she's known for 20 plus years, has had children, with, slept with, and you know what I mean? Yeah. The mental break that he has, I almost feel like she underreacts to it.
0: Everyone's underreacting to how weird Nicolas Cage is acting. (laughs)
1: They also, make, like I said earlier, they make a point to be like, if you were 1% different, we'd all notice. But he is like a 1,000% different.
0: Mm-hmm. So everybody, Well, everyone's reacting in bin. this sense. They're they should all... be
1: sending him to the loony bin they should. immediately.
0: Well, because they're underreacting in the sense by saying like, ah, that's funny, man. Because <laughs> he comes into like his office that he's worked at for years. He's like, I have my own office here. And they're like, oh, that's funny, <laughs> Mr. Campbell.
1: Like, as if that's a joke he does regularly, mm-hmm. which would not be a joke that he does regularly. No. But it... A beautiful thing
0: about this movie is seeing him slowly pick up the pieces as to, like, wow, I am capable of being this, of loving this life and loving. This version of myself,
1: or yeah, or seeing the the happiness and the importance of having a life like this, right? Well,
0: because it's that contrast that we see that he loves his Ferrari, he loves his freedom, he loves his wealth, but here he's loving, he's starting to love his daughter, he loves his son, he's loving his job,
1: and when he wakes up that day, he hops in his minivan and drives to his apartment building or his penthouse, and ev- no one recognizes him, of course, because he doesn't exist there. He's not a he's not the president of the company. He yeah. doesn't work in New York. He and- works. You and know. he doesn't believe it until he
0: looks at uh, uh at this sign in the side of the building that shows the positions of
1: everyone's name. And in fact, the person he hates, his little subordinate, is now the president.
0: Alan Mintz. And I don't think he hates him. I th- I just know that that is his subordinate. And he is surprised that he's the president of the company.
1: And uh, and and essentially Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, And I think he doesn't even believe it then. He doesn't even really believe it until after he goes on the Ferrari ride with Don Cheadle yeah which also that's also, also a weird point how come Don Cheadle's driving his Ferrari so is Don Cheadle living his life does I, Don Cheadle live in that building now no I think he's just rubbing it in his face it's possible it's so weird how does he have so much power he's a genie he's an angel dude
0: he's, he's something an angel. something not of that world so
1: he's he's not of this world remember that store company that brand
0: not yeah not of this
1: world that's a throwback yeah I to See people wear that mm-hmm. shit all the time
0: mm-hmm. did you ever wear that I had one thing from there. Really, I had a beanie that I wore once, <laughs> then and you, I was like, I don't
1: wear. Beanies. Did you lose it? <laughs> like, no,
0: I purposely put it away because I, I was like, like I don't look good in this.
1: As a kid, if I had a one-off like that, I would take it off one day and then like forget it and be like, it's okay. I never liked it anyway.
0: Yeah, I spent ten bucks, and I was like, I wish I had those ten bucks back.
1: The first person to realize that Nicolas Cage is acting weird is his daughter.
0: daughter. I really like her, and how good of an act. I think she's such a good child actress, and like. Huh? How she's able to clock in, like, you're not my dad. And, like, she pulls up this stool and walks up to him and, like, is touching his nose and, like, grabbing his cheeks and, like, just saying, like, wow, they did a good job. And he's like, who did a good job? The
1: aliens. The aliens. Again, wouldn't be put in the script unless it meant something.
0: I don't know, man. Because she's
1: adamant that it's aliens. I, she convinces him that it's aliens. I mean, Maybe she's... Don Cheadle is an alien who's come down to Earth. And the way that we know he's abducting him, ha, 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 mm-hmm. snowfall. No, I'm going to – I don't want to entertain this
0: alien thing in this beautiful rom-com. Aliens are beautiful. No, but you know what I mean. This is like a whole uh, – uh, I think it's adorable. It's just as silly as angels mm. in my book. Uh, no, mm. I don't know. I don't want to get too lost in this whole Don Cheadle being an angel, demon, or I, alien it, thing.
1: Yes, yeah, that, I, I will leave it at that because yeah. as you can clearly tell, that – it was a big stick in my, in my butt i can
0: see but it's not big okay yeah
1: big stick in your butt <laughs> i didn't mean to say that either um so she's like yeah so they did a good job replacing you i know you're not him and they have this cute interaction that i really like when he kind of like has to ask her like what what is it that i do like what do i do for work What do i normally so go
0: funny because she is helping him along the way
1: yeah um she's cool with it she's like hey it's fine my dad will be back eventually
0: she's straight like do you to make chocolate milk Uh, And when he drops her off for school, she's like, I have I have after school program at four and a ballet at five thirty. Don't be late because kids don't want to be the last one to get picked up. And he's like, where do I go now? He's like, you go to Big Ed's Tires. He's like, for what? Why? You work there. He's like, I work there. Why do I work there? She's like, I don't know. And <laughs> <laughs> just walks away. He's like, what the fuck?
1: I'm a tire salesman. Yes. He's so mad that he's a tire salesman. And he's uh, mad specifically at the fact that it's r- for retail. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, he doesn't own Midas. You no. know what I mean? No. He's, he's a salesman at his wife's father's tire shop.
0: Yeah. Like I said, this movie is so charming in the sense that he's slowly just kind of figuring it out and slowly becoming okay with who he is. And finding
1: the happiness in that lifestyle and yeah. the choices that that Jack had made and is happy and, and you know living the best life that he has. Yeah. As opposed to what he thinks is the best life he could possibly have, Mm -hmm. which is being rich and banging models and driving a Ferrari.
0: Yeah. And like uh, one of the first things where he starts to, that he discovers about his, this life is one of his best friends is Jeremy Piven. Which is hilarious. He does a
1: fantastic job as this neighbor and they're, they're, they're just bros. Well, cause he, he's driving home and all he knows how to get home is by the address. Yeah. Right. So he like pulls up and he's like, excuse me, is this Munson street? And they're like, you're so funny, Jack. Yeah. Come in. And so
0: they have like wow. this man cave. Thank you. They have, uh, Jeremy Piven has this like man cave and he has like a new like lazy boy couch. He's there, super
1: pr- the, It's a Barca lounger. He's
0: so, yeah, he's so proud of it. He's like,
1: oh, I know, I know. I moved it. It's throwing everybody off.
0: Yeah, we know how to live, don't we? And he has like his own little bar and whatnot. And we he even like you're looking at pictures at the bar of like it's them two together. He's like, we're friends.
1: <laughs> he's pissed. Yeah, he's pissed that that is his friend. Yeah, that's who he goes to. Although I don't think he has a lot of friends in Rich Life.
0: No. And I think that's the contrast. Yeah. Is yeah. that there's so many people here. Like you see a lot of like his entire bowling team because he's part of a bowling league. He is. Sponsored by Big Ed's. Of course. Of course. Um, And like you see how much these people actually really love him. And he sees it not only in face-to-face interactions but like the VHS tapes. Um, yes. Yes. And we see it when he goes to a Christmas party and, like, he has this group of friends and there's this, like, his neighbor girl. This neighbor girl's, like, r- weirdly hitting on him. him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not weirdly. She she wants it. She's throwing herself
0: at him but and he's don't... so
1: oblivious. Well, I mean, I don't know if he's oblivious at first, but he's, like, he's focused on trying to figure out the other things. Right? right. And then once he has once he has 80% of it all in place, then he's, like... Hey, are we doing? Is there something going on here? Because like mm-hmm. I know I just showed up and everything, but it seems like we might have something going on. And she's like, "I've been waiting for you."
0: It's to honestly say really this. good acting on her end, in my opinion, it's because good. she's
1: like, she's. Although you know, every night that weekend that her husband and kids weren't home, she was like sleeping in her bed like this the whole time, just waiting for him to come in, and he never did, and she's just like, "Well,
0: I'm such a silly." She, idiot. Do you remember a... the the home video that we're watching when he sings? To Kate for her birthday. Yes, the The, Delphonic song. Yeah, the person that's in the back is that girl, is the neighbor. And you see how pissed she looks that she's singing like, oh, you're singing to the wrong girl, Jack. That should have been me.
1: She's like Jackie O when Marilyn Monroe was singing to John F. Kennedy.
0: Yeah, fucking pissed. It makes sense, right? Yeah,
1: that should be for me.
0: And the entire time she's committed to this character, even though she's just in the background, she's like, yeah, fuck you, Kate.
1: I honestly did get her and the slut that he does sleep with. Kind of mixed up. In they, the beginning? Because they do look a little similar.
0: I wouldn't call her a slut. I think that she is a uh, her own woman and is attracted to Jack for hey, various get
1: reasons. Get it, girl. Get it. Also, do you know, mean, know where it's she's like from? I empowering slut. I don't know. Grey's Anatomy?
0: No, she's from Hitch. She is uh, the person that <gasps> Kevin James is trying to woo. Is it really? Yeah. That's who it is. That's who he does the Q-tip dance for
1: oh my god she's a blonde she is a blonde I was thinking man. she was what's her name's friend the redhead friend and I was like no that doesn't make sense but now you're right the yes! redhead is the is fake the neighbor. Cameron Diaz mm-hmm.
0: yes Fake. she is her own person Hitch, not trying to be Cameron Hitch, Diaz she's
1: fake Cameron Diaz I think the she's her own actress the character she's playing she's, is Cameron Diaz Okay. Okay.
0: you're entitled to your own opinion I am right I have whatever you say, bucko. I am right. Whatever you say, I do also bucko. want to say,
1: because I'm talking about things that I'm right about, this film is, uh, needs 10 more farts. This film needs a couple more farts added in.
0: For the <laughs> listeners out there, we watched the last 50 minutes with Melissa because she hadn't gotten to finish it, and we made the mistake of uh, letting Alejandro <laughs> watch it with
1: us and no, ruined so many of the best moments. The mistake wasn't letting me watch it with you. The mistake was giving me coffee on top of the yerba mate that I had just drank. You're
0: an adult. So ca- you be, you could, could hold yourself in from fart jokes from I'm caffeine. caffeine? <laughs>
1: No, man. I can't hold him in. Farts or fart jokes.
0: I'm never giving you coffee ever again. I'm never watching a movie with you. I'll talk about movies with you after the fact, but I'm not bringing it to a movie theater. I'm not letting you
1: watch movies with there me was, in, my, in the There was room. one good one that I was like, brr. You did kind of chuckle because it would have been funny in that moment. I, I'm upset nonetheless. Was one that you did chuckle at. Let's move on. Okay. So... Uh, <laughs> So he's figuring out the life. He's starting to like being a tire salesman and we're maybe like mid-January now mm-hmm. in the timeline of this film. Right? Wouldn't you say? I, would, I don't know exactly where the timeline would be, but yeah, he's figuring it out.
0: And I think one of the best, one of the most touching moments is when he starts to re-fall in love with Kate. Because when he, we, we slowly see it like, so it's like the shower scene where he's like, oh, that's right. I find you very physically attractive. Like, oh, like he can't stop staring at her and it's bothering it's weird to him that like this is my ex-girlfriend 13 years ago and she's yeah. just so comfortable with
1: me well because they've been married for 13 years in this world yes. and she's like yeah what do you want
0: and then the next time is where they're she's like the kids are asleep oh my god thank god the kids are asleep and she's in the bedroom and she's like taking off her shoes yes. taking off his socks he's like leave leave me alone what are you doing <laughs> leave my socks alone and it's not until they're like actually like getting intimate where he looks at he really looks at her he says dear god you're beautiful And she's like confused because like, what? You see me every fucking day. No,
1: she asks, like, how do you do it?
0: And he's like, how do you do what?
1: How do you act like it's the first time you've seen me every day?
0: How do you? Yeah. How do you look at me like Like, you haven't seen me in years? And
1: the joke is he hasn't seen her in 13 years.
0: And it's such a beautiful moment. And he's just he's just enamored at like, why would Mm, this is when he's starting to realize that, like, why did I ever leave you? Like, I'm such a dumb guy for having ever left you.
1: He's starting to second guess if the life he had is as great as he thinks it is.
0: Yeah, it's when he's having that internal conflict finally, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. He's understanding, like, oh, you are my person. And it sucks because she's like, oh, my God. And, like, let me go get pampered up. She's, like, making sure her boobs look good in the lingerie in the bathroom. And she comes back out, and he's asleep. Now, did he go to sleep? Nope. He didn't I because can, the he, camera to pans to him. Yeah, and he's already and he opens asleep. opens his eyes.
1: Oh, he opens his right, eyes. That's right.
0: And so I don't know what you think. But he's
1: faking it because he's still not comfortable. He still doesn't know what's going on yet.
0: I don't think he feels right. I yeah. think that if you were to, if you were to have sex with her
1: right there and then, it would be so. Uh... It's, it wouldn't be it. It's still like a dream to him right now, right? It's still mm-hmm. like a weird he doesn't understand what's happening yet. Mm-hmm. That's why I think he didn't go through with it. Because he's scared, right? We're scared yeah. of things that we don't understand. He doesn't understand why he's here, what's happened to his past life, why is she so on top of me and in love with me, right? When mm-hmm. when it's been 13 years, but it really hasn't been. And yeah. So they have, and you can see the difference between that and when he comes back and they have the cake scene. Because yeah. that by that point, he now understands the love that that Jack has for this woman Mm -hmm. and can understand why he would be in love with her too. So now he's falling in love with her again and they're having this kind of like coy, cute little battle back and forth about the cake that turns into like a a really intimate moment, beautiful moment uh, that, that
0: is just, you know, I know, you know why I think that moment's even better is because prior to that, they had their first really big conflict, at least, you know, in his eyes. Uh, but he was freaking out about not being able to buy this $2,400 suit at the mall.
1: I thought you were talking about the cake at first. And I was like, I don't think that was that big of a deal. <laughs> he was really pissed off about her I eating the forgot cake. forgot about the suit. You're right. He tries <laughs> on a suit that's $2,400.
0: He's like, I, you know what? It's crazy how a suit could actually make you feel like a better person. And she's like, stop it, Jack. All right. And he's like, I'll get it. And she looks at the price tag, and it's $2,400. Nope. And he's like, how come How come my daughter gets to have those $26 shoes and <laughs> I got, can't
1: get the suit? It's not even that. He's like, she got new shoes. He's like, they're $27.
0: <laughs> it is great. It is great how ridiculous it sounds in the moment.
1: Oh, yeah. Even th- the suit salesman's like I'm. He walks go. Yeah, you see him walk away, and like they clear out that store because also later on when he when they do a long shot of Tia Leone and the kids, mm-hmm. there's people in the background who are getting up and leaving also. So they yeah. make the entire store uncomfortable. Yeah, they're just like these two white people. And her response is like, "Let's just get you a funnel cake, babe." <laughs> He's like, "Yes, let's I, get with- a funnel cake. It'll be the highlight of my week." <laughs> He's so mad if that was like my my. Significant other responds to me like, "Let's just get you a funnel cake and <laughs> shut the fuck up."
0: But honestly, depending on what kind, it seems like if it's that good, a funnel cake in the past has pacified Nicolas Cage.
1: But if it's the funnel cake that he wants, why is it chocolate cake that he saved from the mall?
0: I think he just mm-hmm. got a shit ton of stuff from the food court because he couldn't get a twenty-four hundred exactly wow you're smart i've seen this movie so many times also i used to be fat so i know what food can do in a medicinal therapeutic fashion
1: oh we know buddy yeah um um,
0: but the cake thing let's go back to the cake thing he says that um you know i was saving that slice of cake to help relieve me from the nauseating (laughs) preheated rotisserie chicken we got from the mall and this is when they had this cute like she is the perfect wife in my eyes yeah she's she's pretty good i i like how like she can't stay mad for that long but makes it a point to like hey you did something wrong in my book but she's still playful she's just like no I'm not gonna give you this cake it's too important to me like how he was talking about the suit and then he starts running away with it and they start like, do you remember how when he pops out what he says he's like tada <laughs> out of the corner <laughs> and like surprises the
1: shit out of her because she went around the long way and he took the shortcut
0: yeah so cute and then they start like just fighting on the state, not fighting.
1: Yeah, they're punching each other in the <laughs> face. Blood. It turns into a Mr. and Mrs.
0: Smith situation. Ooh, Crazy. That would be nice. Um, but you, you made it a point to say. Did it make you mad when she got chocolate cake all over his shirt? She's
1: rubbing cake into his bowling shirt.
0: I agree that it makes me mad because it's a nice bowling
1: shirt. And it's a, I mean, that cake was like three layers of frosting. It's thick. That's going to ruin the washer. It's it's, The shirt's ruined. It's done for. And probably the carpet that's on the stairs. Mm -hmm. And also, you know what else is done for? The night. The night's ruined because she asks him to say the thing that I...
0: She's like, say it to me, Jack. You know what I like to hear. He's, he's like,
1: like, I'm going to wipe my penis <laughs> on your nose and make you smell my other girl's stuff. <laughs> Spits on her face. <laughs> Choked her.
0: <laughs> but what he really does say, and it's not made up, he says, and it's very early 2000s if you're dirty talk like this.
1: <laughs> you're a bad girl, baby. You make me so hot. Uh, and then she's like, ew. And she like leaves and he's like, what? You make me hot. That's nice not one, the Jack. problem, Nicolas Cage. That's not the problem. He doesn't know what
0: she wants to hear. Ugh. Even I knew what you should say. She wants to hear that she wants to hear that
1: you love her. What would you say in the moment? I love you. I fucking love you. Oh, I'd say, let's get off the stairs. <laughs> How's your back? <laughs> I'm very <laughs> conscious of the uh, yeah. Can we wash my shirt? <laughs> oh, that really would be what I'd say. Let me change first.
0: Yeah. Also, they make out with chocolate cake. Not have you fun. done something like that i mean i've
1: i've had food in the bedroom before
0: i just don't want to be swapping spit and food at the same
1: time i mean you know that's one of my main rules but whipped cream is different
0: yeah what What? there no that
1: was thick chocolate oh you're Again, saying you know i'm against yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm against the chocolate cake i think that was a mistake yeah yeah
0: i mean because first of all don't waste that slice of cake like honestly that.
1: if you're doing cake it should be like an angel food cake Mm -hmm. yeah honestly let's just whipped cream and berries that's that's the most you should be doing when it comes to food and sex
0: yeah or just sharing utensils and let's do the sexy time after the
1: food that's different (laughs) i'm saying yeah yes i agree with you Um, thank you that's all i asked for so they do have a rough time because tia leone does struggle with realizing that this isn't the man that she's been with for 13 years suddenly it is a completely different man that she's being here he doesn't know anything about her he's acting really weird Mm -hmm. the children aren't comfortable around him she should have packed up the kids and left dude they straight up like
0: do you think no being married for 13 years i think your threshold of how much shit you could put up with it's higher
1: i agree but he is again he has not just changed a little bit. This isn't, like, this isn't like a slow decline of like, you know, this is like such a quick, this is family annihilator level switch where he's just like, I I, I don't know how to handle this. I'm going to have to kill my wife and kids. You're right. Him disappearing on Christmas, Dave, that's a big red
0: flag. That's, that's, yeah. Like he missed pancakes. Yes. He missed uh, uh, Annie he, opening
1: up her bike. He spent six weeks putting that bike together. Yeah. He didn't even get to see her. Oh, look at <laughs> it.
0: Not six weeks. This guy's not putting in one screw and then calling it a day. Six hours is what it says in the fucking movie.
1: Six, six weeks. Six months. He worked six on this bike. Years. Six decades. He worked six on this bike. Lifetimes. Six hundred light years. This bike better be fucking incredible. It actually doesn't have a chain, so he forgot that part.
0: <laughs> he did. He so this ringing the the little bike bell yes. that Don Cheadle gives him yes. that summons Don Cheadle, which is weird that he lets the little girl keep it. That's so much power in her hands. Because she rings it nonchalantly. Because if she did not ring it nonchalantly toward the end of the
1: movie, he'd still be living this life. So like I said, this movie also has tastes of Rick and Morty in it, Uh specifically the Vat of Acid episode. Yep. uh, Because that little girl rings the bell so nonchalantly, just like Jerry, just pushes the button and restarts Morty's whole life. Ruins his timeline right there. Yes.
0: Oh, God. But in all seriousness, heartbreaking when he finds out like, fuck, I gotta go back.
1: Well, it's just a glimpse, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the nature by of by definition.
0: A glimpse is impermanent, is what he says.
1: The goodbyes that he has is very touching. That is a very intense moment. The goodbyes he says has to the children. Yeah, and when he goes and says goodbye to Tia Leone.
0: heartbreaking. Well, because he sits. There. He doesn't even like get into bed with Tia Leone. He sits on the chair inside of the bedroom and just like looks at her,
1: fully clothed. Yeah.
0: Shoes on. Fighting sleep as if he was in a nightmare on Elm Street movie. He is um
1: just red flag after red flag after red flag. Because what he, <laughs> oh, he looks like someone that's gonna fucking gonna kill himself. destroy the town. Or the family. Like mm-hmm. I'm serious. And it, this movie is very short from him walking out after that conversation and just like lighting the whole house on fire with them yeah. inside still. Kate
0: is kind of like very weird. She's just like, Okay, babe.
1: Again, she's so silly.
0: This is just like, is everything okay?
1: And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Sure? And she's like, okay, she said he said he's fine. And it goes
0: back he to said reading he's her fine. book. Goes back to reading her book like nothing ever. It was happened. Fifty
1: Shades of Grey. I don't blame her.
0: Oh, <laughs> she was trying to get in the mood. She's a mom. Uh speaking of getting in the mood, he misses her
1: anniversary. He forgets their anniversary. Which again is such a weird thing because he loves her so much. He is so in love the, the real Jack in that universe yeah. is so fucking in love with her that would never he would be planning. The anniversary for months. That one he'd be doing six weeks in advance.
0: Well, it, this Jack, yeah, that Jack is so different because we see it in the home video where he's singing Delphonics He's like, be, he's way more theatrical than Bachelor Jack is, right? Well, but Bachelor Jack is also singing too. Oh, he's Bachelor singing like Jack is
1: also sing- opera. So like that is at the end of the day, that's Jack.
0: But it's not. Jack's yes, a singer. There's you something I mean? in there. So, Nicholas Cage himself is a
1: pretty good singer. I man. want you to make this movie, but again, from the other side of it. Like you lived the 13 years as the good father. Oh, I could father. play that part. I
0: would love to see like. Well, that's taking me Come on, now. Christian. We
1: have to take you to the strip club, and you're like, what? Oh yeah, it's Even me sitting in the real strip club. Christian is really actually good at strip clubs. I can imagine, <laughs> but like in this movie, you wouldn't be. <laughs> what is it?
0: Wait, wait. Let's take it back. What do you mean, real Christian is good at strip clubs?
1: I'm sure are you have more strip club hours than I do.
0: Oh, hours? I don't know if we're like, ca- if are we, we doing counting like, GTA? If we're doing flat, no, that's a video game. If We're doing
1: like flight hour standards. <laughs> you're, you're a pilot I, I could just take Cessnas You're 707 I'm pretty wholesome In the strip club though I bet you are Thank you miss Thank you ma'am Yes I'm so polite yeah. And I
0: just watch from Like uh, afar And I compliment Their technique
1: Oh I like to crumple up The hundreds, and, or the hundreds. I know I wish I like to crumple I know, up The crumple ones them up. And throw them out
0: um, Yeah Last time I was at the strip club I had a, I had a cigar stub In my mouth I was just throwing one ones Thank you. Bow 707 down. 707 pilot. Bow down. Cessna pilot. Um, but yeah, so he forgets the anniversary. And you can tell that he's such a good husband, such a loving husband, because she's so excited. She's like, I don't know what kind of stunt you have. Prepare for me, Jack, but I'm ready for it. And she's so giddy, waiting for a present. And he's it's like, heartbreaking.
1: He's like, well, I'm, you're going to have to wait until tonight. And then again, another red flag. She goes, you could have hardly, like normally you can't even wait for the sun to come up. Yep. What do you mean I have to wait until tonight? Again. Red flag after red flag after red flag. T. Leone should have packed up the car, put the kids in there, and moved far fucking away from this man who is one minute away from annihilating his family, Chris Benoit style. She is not dealing with a Chris Benoit. She is kind of. She just loves him
0: that much. She's willing to, like, figure it out.
1: I bet you that's what Chris Benoit's wife said.
0: I. That's So scary. So scary. And I feel bad. Rest in peace to the Benoit family.
1: Yeah, honestly, though. Yeah.
0: Um, But you, her acting chops... Fantastic because you see her level of excitement go from a hundred to zero.
1: I dude, Tia Leone plays heartbreak better than anyone. So,
0: I don't ever like wanna... heart
1: shattering because she gets the red nose mm-hmm. and the like the like the wet eyes and it's all. A...
0: Oh, her beautiful blue eyes. I just cannot ever hurt those kind, kind eyes. <laughs> come here. Uh, <laughs> why would you so much more brutal? <laughs> um, Give uh, me the cake. Come here. You fucking ate my cake.
1: One at a time to really prove so, a message.
0: <laughs> uh, this movie makes me a better person. It truly did. Make. I'm going to be honest cried three times watching this movie oh buddy and i've seen this movie a numerous amount of times
1: i think i might have but i had a pretty good cry such the other day so i was oh you got good. out of your system yeah uh
0: what parts of what parts
1: of this movie did you cry at when she rubbed the chocolate cake on the back of his shirt my <laughs> linen my cloth that is a polyester shirt no no no. um the the daughter the daughter uh, when she was like i knew you'd be back oh Ah. yeah uh, and then I did have tears of frustration at the end, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll definitely yeah. get there. Because I'm furious at I, the end. I'm so mad. It's, it's, it's infuriating. Controversial.
0: Because the whole film's so great. Save it. Save it. We're going to get there. We'll have a big blowout at the end. You're going to kick me out of your house. We'll see. We'll see. So I first cried when he first born. realized. When <laughs> No, I came out silent, dude. I heard you came out dick first. Yeah. That's what crazy. I thought. It's that big that that was the only thing that could come out first. It's a good way to break your back. Mhm. Doctor was embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, this isn't a- fuck it. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting lost in that. So, I'm I sorry. cried when he said uh wow, god, you're beautiful and she says, "How do you do that? How do you look at me like you haven't seen me in 13 years?" First cry sesh. <laughs> Second cry sesh. You're wh- such a wholesome boy. So, it's so good. You're so Second cute. cry sesh occurred when um he makes it up to her, and it was at the anniversary. The Were they anniversary. dancing in the restaurant? He says, you want to dance right now?
1: That is a good, that's good. That's she's good like, stuff.
0: no, I don't think there's dancing here. He says, like, whatever. And they dance, and they go back to the hotel. That's good stuff. And he says, you know, after all of these years, I've never stopped falling in love with you. And she says, that's all I ever wanted to hear, Jackie. Second cry sesh, big cry sesh, dehydrated afterwards, if anything.
1: Because you were jerking off?
0: That's right, man. How'd you know? Because I was (laughs) too. Whoa. Third cry sesh happened when, uh, yes, like you said, when Annie says, I knew you'd come back. come back, Yeah. yeah. Because it's, that means like he became that person that. Don Cheadle wanted him to be yeah. in that life,
1: and you know what? I'm I myself in my real life. I'm getting a little bit softer with uh, kids. I'm starting to like little girls a little bit more. I know yeah. that's a weird way to say that, but like I'm enjoying like talking to. Uh, just this past weekend, my brother was over, so my nieces here, and he had brought some friends over. One of whom has two little girls, and you know they're running around and playing. And you know th- at that age, when they're like between six and seven, before they really get an attitude on them, and they're just like. <laughs> yeah missing teeth and shit like that it's mm-hmm. just like ah ah drink I your chocolate it. milk
0: i just wish kids would come out the age that annie was at this in this movie
1: i just wish years weren't as long because i want to spend a little bit of time with a baby mm-hmm. but i don't want a baby for for three years you no. know what i mean i don't want to be doing diapers for three and then i don't want to deal with like teenage years for eight, eighteen, you know eight years or whatever i wish there was I, like I a just,
0: remote control that we had
1: just set, ship them off and have them come back no older
0: well not you don't have to ship them off I wish like put them through a portal and have them come back out older. You're like
1: no this is why I'm Dip saying a them remote in a control vat of acid and have them come out older. They'll just die. Not that kind of acid, old acid.
0: I'm saying a remote control where like using like a volume button you can oh. choose what age they could be mm-hmm.
1: at. And then you could go back. Mm-hmm. Be like man you miss the babies.
0: How much of a baby? No, I'm just saying like- Oh, in general.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hypothetically. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to go to prom tonight. Tonight, you're a baby.
0: (laughs) You're fucking in.
1: (laughs) We're destroying lives of children. This is why we can't be Don Cheadle's character. No, not at all. So Um, he does does have to go back though. Yeah. And he wakes up in his penthouse Mm -hmm. and again, is now unsure of this is what happiness is, Mm -hmm. right? Because he gets the call from work. He goes to try and find the home that they lived in. Of course, nobody lives there. It's a completely different family. It's a completely different story. He gets back to work. Everybody's kind of trying to now they're worried about him because he's not, you know, dressed in his suit, ready to kill like he normally is. Yeah. He's kind of making it up as he goes. Um, yet is still kind of like messing with Alan, being like, you know, you could be a lot tougher. Oh, I his interaction with
0: Alan is interesting. It's like big, bro- like a big brother. Yeah, because when he saw Alan Mentorship. become very aggressive,
1: he loved it. In the other life, he was like Alan. Because when they have their tit for tat, yeah. in the office, he is like, this is he's good. He's he, challenging. He's assertive because he found
0: respect in Alan. Yeah, I think he lacked he a lot of respect. Life. Yes, exactly. Um, it was cool when Nicolas Cage because he knew uh, how Peter Lassiter and how Alan were. He just said like Alan. You're a very active guy. I wouldn't be surprised if you drank 16 Diet Cokes in a day. Jesus. Um, you're an excellent father, but you feel guilty that you're not home that often. You drink bourbon, but you offer your clients scotch. And then even Peter's like, he, he definitely has your number.
1: What's weird is he says he doesn't spend time with his kids, but based on his office, it looks like his kids are at his office a lot.
0: Yeah, but I think that's because also because his wife decorated that office.
1: But all of it looked used. Like that's why it was all scattered all over the place. I wouldn't
0: be surprised if the wife and kids visited the office often, so that he could knock two birds with one stone, right?
1: But he doesn't spend time. I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe this world he does spend time with him. Who knows? Because in the other world he doesn't. He's over here working on Christmas Eve until eight thirty and shit like that. Yeah. So, but I'm just proud. I'm. I'm glad that Alan, you know, finds his finds himself. Yeah. That whole scene though was
0: impressive. Like how Nicolas Cage. Uh, does get up for water and just says, a, like, give me this job.
1: He's an inherently good salesman, right? doesn't yeah. matter if you're selling tires, stocks, you know, candy or booze or meth. It's yep. all sales.
0: He knows how to talk the person up. He knows how to talk himself up. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. Um, But you could see the fucking heartbreak when he does get transported back to his bachelor life.
1: Yeah, because he, cause he's finally understanding and liking the other life that he has, right? He yeah. finally gets that opportunity to understand why that kind of a lifestyle is important. Because I think it's not that he is jaded in the beginning of the movie. It's that he doesn't even think about that kind of lifestyle and what that could be, what kind of decision or what kind of life he could have had based on those decisions. Yeah. Uh, And so now that he has that hindsight when he comes back, you know, he hates what he has. He wishes he could go back to to what he's got. Which
0: is why I think that's all Don Cheadle wanted to give him was more perspective not that one is right not that one is wrong but before you think
1: that this is the life yeah. let me show you what you could have had of course and so he tracks down Kate yeah, who is you know it's it's the same side on the other side of the coin though it's now been 13 years she's moved on she's created this whole life for her and her whole business She's on her way to Paris today. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he shows up and she's like, hey, I like I called you just because I wanted to give you, I have one box of your stuff left. I just want to give this shit to you and like, and then I'm off and, and we will get to And he is go. just starstruck. He is speechless just looking at- He just spent at least four months in that lifestyle with her, married, with kids in the house and all that shit.
0: Yeah, dude. Can you imagine looking at this person that you love, that you're so familiar with and looking at her and they are just so, they're a stranger again. Yeah.
1: They don't know. It's just he doesn't have that, they don't have that history anymore, no. you know? And so he he wants to take her to coffee just to have an opportunity to talk to her and stuff and he's acting again very scary big red flag he's looking like a stalker. If somebody shows up in your life after 13 years of not being around, you know, that's it's fine yeah, you want to give him the box, that's fine. That's actually kind of, that was a normal interaction, but he shows up at the airport.
0: Well, even before that it got weird when he says are you married? <laughs> oh, like, again, no. I, I've never, I've never been married, Jack. How about you? <laughs> I don't think that is a weird question. I think that's a f- that's As a question a- number two. Second question.
1: No, I don't. He says like, "Hi, Kate." Hey, yeah. Are you Are you married? Yeah, I, because clearly, it's, are you married? What like What are you doing? Like, I I chalked that one up to being maybe it was his delivery. Yes, because it is very like. <laughs> are you married? Are you, are you married? Um. Yeah, I would have played it a little bit cooler, been like, uh, "So, how's your husband?" Oh, oh, ah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, see, mm-hmm. um. So he so when he goes to the airport, he stops her from going through security, again pre nine uh, eleven, because he gets pretty close to the gate. Actually, I think they're at the gate technically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Calls her back and tells her, "I like hey I love you, we you know and we we should we should stay here." You he doesn't stay even here. say
0: I love you. He just says, um, "Just one cup of coffee, Kate. That's all I'm asking for." She's saying. Jack, I've moved on. Yeah, I'm, you, have you a should life. too. I have closure. I was heartbroken,
1: but I moved on. It's been 13 years. Where she's like, okay, that's a logical response, Kate. Of course. She's got her own life. She's got this business and everything going on that she's trying to take care of. She's not going to throw it all away from someone she hasn't spoken to in 13 years. Yeah. Especially somebody who broke her heart the last time she talked to her. Yeah. And then he saves it somehow by being like, we got a house together. Yeah. We have two kids. These are their names. This is what we do. This, this is, is from a distance. He's, he's yelling this. He's screaming at this across the room. Imagine being
0: someone of- just trying to get to your fucking flight. Especially if you're late. Yeah. Can just we like, get this going? Come on. like She
1: can scan her ticket later. So here is why I think <clears throat> Don Cheadle's the devil. Because Kate and him have good lives. Huh. Great lives. And they made their decisions. They're happy with what they have going on. But then he goes in and puts this little seed of doubt in Nicolas Cage's life. And what happens then? Not only does it ruin his life, but now he's going on this adventure to ruin Kate's life as well. He shows up after 13 years, stops her from doing a job deal that probably was years in the making. <laughs> he's uprooting her life all because he thinks she saw this dream that he had when they had kids. Insane! I Insane. I'm going to poke holes
0: in everything he said. Because that's a very aggressive perspective. It's not a job deal. She already has the job, dude. Oh, and even more so. She works at a firm in Paris. She could just get another flight. This is just a flight that she planned. She could move it around. So, So I guess
1: in my head, I'm seeing it as like, they can't just have that coffee and then start dating and start the family. They're already 13 years removed. The family and the stuff that they would be building together wouldn't be that family that he saw anyways.
0: Oh, it would be later. Yeah, for sure. It would be it a would different be sperm different. that
1: would impregnate the egg. At the least. So it wouldn't be Andy. Different friends, different home, different economy. They'd now have to live through 9-11. But imagine that lifetime. You want to at least
0: try to salvage everything if he saw. But there's nothing to salvage. That lifetime doesn't exist.
1: Yeah, there's not... The only thing that salvage. still does exist from that lifetime is Kate. And think about the pressure that he's putting on Kate now to live up to the Kate that he knew. Anytime she has a bad day or isn't feeling too hot and she's not living up to the level of Kate that he saw in that alternate universe, it's, that's going to destroy her self-esteem. She is a different person, for sure. She's way harder now because mm-hmm. so she's, not, she's not doing nonprofit. She's
0: not a suburban
1: mom. No, ma'am. She is an independent woman. And you know what? He's coming in being like, fuck all that. I'm going to make you my cum whore, fill you with babies, and we're going to live in Jersey. What I, kind of hell is that unless the devil put them in it? Nope, I
0: don't think so. <laughs> I think you're playing devil's advocate right now because you know that realistically in They're the aliens. writing. They're aliens. Nope. No one's an alien. Don, Cheadle, Don is. Cheadle is an angel that was really just trying to shine some light on this situation. And like, you can't have what, you, what has already passed, but you sure. could still... See what's up with Kate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can still so the, see, so see the, what's good, homie. So the metaphor of this film is, go ahead, call your ex. <laughs> I Well, she called him first. You saw this opportunity. and <laughs> Take the opportunity? That's going to get a lot of exes killed. Mm, no, 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 Look, no, no, no. You're right. Maybe I, I am taking this beautiful, lovely film and just painting red all over it because I'm a douche. Yes, that's why I'm getting slightly defensive because but I, I don't love
0: this movie. And
1: I don't want this... To come off as me not love... Because I really love this film, too. And I really love, like, the wittiness of it, the love, the romance in this story. I love the way that it's told and the pacing of it. I just have these other questions Mm. that I wanted to get off my chest. Mm -hmm. But I do think this is maybe one of the best end of the 90s, early 2000s rom-coms before it became the rom-com of being, like, the Matthew McConaughey's stupid, you know, over-the-top silly comedies. Yeah. Because this one isn't... I wouldn't even consider this, like, a rom-com. It has some very funny parts. It has some parts that definitely make me laugh, but it's not a comedy. It's definitely like a romance and kind of like a... a a beautiful story
0: yeah it's too it's a little more serious than a
1: rom-com a, right? rom-com yeah that we know of as now
0: because i think the jokes in here are really well written and
1: the acting is good i, I want to say that the jokes aren't jokes written in they're like things that people would say that in why. that moment they're very comfortable very even when the little girl yes. is saying stuff it's very i could see a little girl saying that stuff mm-hmm. and it's the the acting the way it's delivered is it's just it's Impecable. right on the moment well i mean let's take jeremy
0: piven's uh character for instance when when nicholas cage is crossed with the opportunity to uh have an affair with uh the other woman yes he says hey can you write down her address right now and then jeremy piven's like you're
1: you're you're fucking around right well because jeremy piven was gonna have an infidelity thing yeah and with his Nick like, cage stopped him
0: yeah, with his kids therapist or some yeah, shit, speech like that. therapist speech therapist and so
1: he's like i can't let you do that i can't and and, and as friends i feel like that's something that like as friends that's what you know, kind of You're supposed to sit. Like, I, I, I. That's when he tells him every man in the world would give his left nut to be with Kate. Mm-hmm. And you're going to throw this all fucking away mm-hmm. for the slut in the neighborhood? Yeah. She's a slut. Yo, she's definitely just throwing herself around. Yeah, Nick Cage isn't the first one she's done. She straight up at. says,
0: Well, let's just say, Jack, when uh I know you're going to be at a party. Oh, I
1: don't wear strapless for my husband.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't choose to go strapless just because he likes it.
1: That's when you go. That's like when you go to a party and they whisper and they're like, I'm not wearing any underwear. And are like, you're like <laughs> Yeah.
0: That's gross. You
1: should put some on. No wonder it smells. Which chair were you sitting in?
0: Yeah, let's disinfect it immediately. (laughs) Uh, Even like the finger foods at the party that she tries to feed him. The way she feeds him in the movie, like half her thumb goes in his mouth. And I don't know where that thumb's been. (laughs) Excuse me, lady. I know it's pre-COVID, but get your fucking hands out of my mouth. (laughs) My wife is right
1: there. I don't have a G-spot back there. Yeah,
0: you definitely got it wrong. Uh, But like... He, Jeremy Piven was he got upset he yes. got so upset he didn't even finish his beer he walked away yeah. and I was like that is exactly like what a best friend would say to another person
1: does Jeremy Piven come back after that scene or did he ruin that friendship no he comes back I think he ruined I don't think he does he went to I take a piss the friendship is done like Jeremy Piven so mad so upset at him it is true. We never see him at no, after that moment, no. like that scene. So he's ruining lives. Again, the no. devil is ruining lives. No, <laughs> Don Cheadle's not the devil. Ruining friendships and relationships and
0: Because Don Cheadle made Nicolas Cage a better person.
1: Yes. He by made- destroying Kate's real life.
0: No, because what if it just made Kate's what, real life even better?
1: What happens after they get coffee?
0: Um they exchange numbers. Kate goes. To Paris
1: eventually. Uh, They have a long distance for a little bit. Because you know what? I also could see Hmm. they're both on top of their game, high level. Industry people. Yep. They could never get married and still like fly to go see each other and have like their bank sessions and be in love. You know what I mean? They could still. Especially at like, from what I understand, I don't know, I'm not a CEO, but in all the movies and stuff that I see, usually if you're like Devil Wears Prada and you're like, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, you could probably make that relationship You could it.
0: afford it, man. I mean, they both
1: could. They're both single as hell. Yeah. And he, no kids. So now you have all the
0: money and more fun. Yeah. And they could still choose to have, I'm pretty sure she's still fertile. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I like
1: the way it ends. It I think it work. sets it up perfectly. Well,
0: the way it ends is the realistic ending where he still has everything that he had worked for, but now he has a different mindset. I think he's willing to sacrifice more to obtain something a little more wholesome.
1: Does he now give people Christmas Eve off? Like next year? Yes. He's giving people Christmas Eve yes. off now. Okay. He
0: understands the importance of family because you, uh, when we were watching this downstairs uh, and it was that uh, scene where... Don Cheadle was working at the convenience store uh, and was breaking the news to him. Like, it's just a glimpse, Jack. Yeah. Jack even said, fuck this. Like, I'm going to go home to my kids. I'm going to go home to my wife. And you said, wow, he's a dad. He's a dad. Because that's that's what happened. And there is something within him that he had never experienced being a parent being a husband—that is stuff that goes deeper than the surface yeah, of level. Course. Yeah. Where you are willing to sacrifice your materialistic things to make it work, and he's going to sacrifice whatever it takes to be with Kate. And now he gets it. Yeah. yeah. As
1: opposed to be like, well, I'm buying the suit, the kids be damned, mm-hmm. right? Which is which mm-hmm. was his stance. Uh, I do also want to say she buys him the suit from a outlet store, but the suit she buys him is like a clown suit. It looks like the Riddler suit. It's green, it's vaguely green. It looks like the Riddler suit. It looks like an
0: old couch from the '90s. It's
1: definitely couch material. And he
0: wears that. It's so cute though, because you can tell he's like not super happy with it when he gets it.
1: <laughs> but she is excited. It is the wall anniversary to him. present. It is. So not it's it's confusion because of the anniversary, mm-hmm. and also because he thinks it's it, based on the way this movie's told. That morning, the alarm goes off. She hits the alarm and says, "All right, like let's get started." He hops out of bed. He knows the schedule. He's feeding the dog. He's getting the bottle ready. He's making the coffee. He's doing it. So in his head, he's like, I finally got this shit figured out. I'm mm-hmm. good. Then he mm-hmm. walks in and she's like, happy anniversary. And he just <laughs> shits his pants. He so was fucking
0: loses doing it. he was on a good streak man
1: uh, isn't that how life is though? Uh-huh. I'm doing good I got the bottle ready I got the coffee ready boom yep. happy anniversary you can bitch. tell he
0: slept good too because he had bed <laughs> major bedhead <laughs> He's doing it all with his eyes closed. he's just doing all this shit comes comes up to the bedroom happy anniversary and he gets this god-awful suit. <laughs> so messed. it's cute though because he wears it to their date it's beautiful and oh he, it is he wears it oh. when he drops off Peter Lassiter's car yes
1: because that's when he building. goes upstairs and does his little speech
0: yeah and it's it's something cute but I think that's like symbolism for like
1: how much he's grown
0: I think how much he's grown yeah, yeah. and I think it's the middle uh, it's the middle ground for like I'm still a man in a suit I still am this Jack Campbell from the Bachelor uh, universe, yeah. but I am willing to- The Bachelor-verse. To make the Bachelor-verse. I'm willing to make the sacrifice for my
1: family. Yeah, you know? definitely, definitely. Can I try and guess- What? Who your best person- You're giving this a five out of five. I'm sure you are. 20 out of five. I, I, yes, that's not how scales work, but sure. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Tia Leone? Are you giving it to her? Because I feel like she- I, They're both- Her and Nicholas Cage are doing incredible acting. That's a great They're guess. both giving some- top of their list, best acting jobs. But for me, and maybe I'm like, kind of like using my own knowledge or my own influence to it to make my choice. Mm -hmm. But I think like, I have a tough time picking between the two because they're both doing so much. They're my, my jokey poke holy joke questions out of the way. Mm -hmm. They're, they're acting up a storm. They're reacting the way a person would react. They're speaking and being truthful in every motivation Mm -hmm. with every word that they're speaking. It's definitely, you know, it's, really they're
0: good with each other the way they're bouncing off of each other yes yeah the way you see her react when she goes from an extremely happy wife who's expecting her anniversary gift to like devastation to like who is this man in my bedroom right
1: who is this man
0: and to see his acting chops when he's watching the home video of himself being like he starts off by like oh no when he sees his friend start playing the piano
1: he's like not this he's just like thing. oh
0: this yeah it's hack and then halfway he sees w- how happy it makes yeah because
1: he's not a good singer no yeah he's- but
0: he's like the fucking commitment behind it is and you see nicholas cage's eyes just kind of like start to well up a bit as he's watching like this is the kind of effect that i could have on people This is – and, like, why I say this makes me a better person, this movie, is, like, I think about all the stupid little fights that I've had with Melissa. Or, like, what am I fucking uh, putting – why am I putting any tension into this relationship when I have it all? I was thinking, like, even prior to, like, watching this – like, conversations that I've had with myself – this has been a tough year. Conversations that I've had with myself this entire year is, like, what – is holding me back from being at my fullest potential. I feel like I haven't done everything with the with my singing, with like my with uh with comedy, with all this stuff and like I've felt like I don't have enough in some sections, but watching this movie makes me feel like I have it all. Mm. Because now like it's like, "Oh, this is why one of the American dreams is to have that white picket fence with someone yep. uh you the have nuclear a clear f- family." Mhm. Yep. Uh with a you know with just like a regular job in a suburban neighborhood, and that is everything yeah. I was watching this <laughs> so you're watching love is blind right mm-hmm. in season two there's this co- I know it's a stupid fucking reference, but in season two, there's this couple they they ask like how's married life? And she says, you know what's beautiful is that you can uh, you can plan a trip over a year from now and you know who you're going with. Mm. You know who you're gonna be with two years from now. And that is a fucking beautiful thing. I want to start recording home videos so that I can look back at it the way that Jack
1: Campbell was Mm. looking back at it and be like,
0: oh, fuck, that's right. I sing to Melissa. I'm this guy.
1: You got to have someone else do it, though, because otherwise you're not going to be on it. If you're you're the one recording,
0: that's going to be you. Yeah. Otis.
1: Otis. Yes. Otis. Otis. Stop kissing me.
0: Uh, But that, this is fucked. Yeah, this movie's so good to me. So who
1: is your best person then?
0: It's going to have to. It's between. It's between it's Jack to and pick. Kate, man. I can't.
1: It's Maybe we give it to both of them. Yeah, to both of them, dude. Because they're both. Because Nicolas Cage is always gonna, you know, steal the scene. Mm-hmm. But you know, Tia stand up right there next to him. Yeah, reacting Given to his it, acting. Uh, yes. Hey, acting is reacting, bro. <laughs> if there's anything That's we the learned, f- from the only thing I school. learned in drama class, <laughs> acting is reacting and, and get out reacting. of the girls' locker room. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, what do you write this? I'm giving it a five out of five. Woo! This is a great film. Yes, this is a great, like really under the radar film that you know could have easily been missed, but really should. You know, mm-hmm. I remember the cover. I remember seeing it at Hollywood Video.
0: Yeah, it's just him like uh, standing, looking at the city with holding a suitcase or some shit. Yep. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I own the DVD, which is why I watched this a bunch. And it was something that I would throw on every holiday season. I bet you did, <laughs> even though it's a not really Christmas movie. I watched Christmas like movie. Elf
1: and stuff like that, but you watched this, yeah? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: That's a good one, and I think it does a better way of retelling these classic stories: It's a Wonderful Life and Christmas Carol. Yeah, uh, without going too deep into it, like Scrooged, right? Yeah, which is a great film, and I love Bill Murray, and I think it's. Uh, but you know, without literally redoing it, mm-hmm. this is a great way of being like of the like just a touch.
0: Yeah. Here, let's just shoot. Let's just. um show you what your life could have been to make you a better person
1: or ruin Kate's life.
0: Or ruin you still really are hanging on to that hypothetical that I her just, life is just ruined. She had such
1: a great life before he showed up at that airport.
0: She might go back to working non-profit, which I, is a great I, thing.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, People she's made need, the money. She clearly makes a lot of money, that's what she said. Yeah, she does.
0: Um, all right, any honorable mentions, any like scenes that you want to touch up on? Honorable or? mention on the little girl?
1: I mean, Annie we, I, we hit all the scenes. That I, I got all the questions off my chest. I, I feel pretty good about That's this.
0: That's good. All right. Um, Don Cheadle's an angel.
1: Um, there are no aliens in this movie. I'm, I hate to break it to you, pal. Look, angel, devil thing aside, uh-huh. I'll tell you what was said and what was written in the scripts. Mm. Aliens. Yes. And again, I'm currently in a script writing class. Yep. And the major thing that they're teaching us is nothing is in the script unless it's important. So, I'm just saying, they didn't ever bring up devil or angel. What uh-huh. they did bring up. Aliens. I'm just saying. You know, I will not leave it at that. I knew we not, were going to spend like a hefty part that. of this episode <laughs> talking
0: about, all right, Don Gittle. I know we're all thinking he's an angel,
1: <laughs> but guys, for sure, the devil. Alien. I I, I honestly, jokingly, fun, funny me, wants to think that he's the devil. But but the, the film minded me, I have to say, based on the facts. Uh-huh. Alien. I have to. I have to go by the words they uh, said. The Family Man, starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Rom-com Secretly or sci-fi? sci-fi? That's why it's not super funny. It's because they had to figure out how to make the sci-fi action work.
0: Mm-hmm. What if at the end of the movie, after he <laughs> has
1: coffee, he just gets abducted? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Don Cheadle comes down in yet another outfit and yeah. like you've passed the test. Mm-hmm. That's my Don Cheadle voice, by the way. You've passed the you passed the <laughs> test, homie, because that's how he talks in this movie. Only in the oh, I guess throughout all of it. Yeah, yeah, through all of it. I did like Rich Don Cheadle.
0: Rich Don Cheadle was dope. He
1: was just like yo, Jack. of his looks were good. Even store clerk.
0: Yeah, he was wearing that store clerk shirt pretty
1: well. I'd go to that bodega all the time just because I like him. I would like to chop it up with him. Yeah,
0: I'd be like, "What's new, man? Hey, man, how you been? What's up? Yeah, did you get that dog fixed?" Did you get that dog fixed? Yeah. Oh, fixed has been neutered. Yeah. I was like, what did you th- <laughs> well, it's people- leaking. Yeah, like you're treating it like a machine. Hey, so did you put that WD-40 on that dog yet? Sprayed it right in his mouth. Nice. <laughs> he Stopped died. him from barking. <laughs> and he's also dead. So yeah, the problem's fixed.
1: <laughs> My neighbors will not complain.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Oh, yeah. So crazy. I right. love long- this movie. The- what is this-, this is coming out after Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay. Uh, but it will be December?
0: It will be December when this comes out. Okay,
1: fantastic. So I just want to tell everybody, for Christmas this Mm. year, instead of buying gifts for people or, or whatever, here's what I want you guys to do. Tell one cousin about this podcast. Cousin? Whoever your coolest cousin is, tell that person about this podcast. And, you know, maybe that'll help our numbers.
0: And if you don't have a first cousin because your
1: parents are only children. Yeah. Um, tell Aunties, your second cousin. Uncles,
0: second cousin. Tell someone that's blood related to you.
1: Yeah. It's just
0: tell a blood. A, a family member <laughs> or a blood. <laughs> tell a blood or a grip. Yeah. <laughs> because just,
1: honestly, if, tell anybody.
0: If there's anyone that needs to see what their life could have been if they want the like more wholesome oh, route, yeah. it could be fucking gangbangers, so, dude.
1: Alcoholics, you know, homeless people who are mm-hmm. down on their luck. like, you know what? Watch Do the you family, have regrets? Then. Do you wish you could do you, meet Don Cheadle? Do you like Don Cheadle? Yeah. Why? What do you mean? Yeah, Don
0: Cheadle just is a trustable guy. If yeah. I'll, yeah. I think he's like amongst both like um, um, square white men and like, uh, you know, uh, Latino or uh, brown gangbangers, man. He'd be like, I like Don Cheadle. I like them in that Captain America or Captain uh, Planet. I
1: like that's like Latino gangbangers. I like the Hey, Holmes. You see that Don Cheadle movie, bros? <laughs> i don't think so man all uh, right uh, let's get good. the fuck out of here yeah we got a turkey downstairs we got to cut into uh, yeah happy holidays baddies yeah yeah hanukkah should be coming up pretty soon whatever know, you Kwanzaa celebrate will be going on at the end of the month mm-hmm. merry christmas of course to everybody
0: yeah it's up to you if you want to celebrate F- it yeah, happy on winter beliefs.
1: solstice if you're a pagan mm-hmm. yeah
0: whatever you want to do but you know it's just a time for some love. it to yourself stay warm
1: definitely um, lock good. your cars because Pe- uh people are sleeping in them
0: people are breaking into them boy well it
1: doesn't matter if they're locked or not then yeah you're right yeah never mind just you know park parking do the cousin thing that we said though definitely do the cousin thing yeah. five stars on itunes please yeah
0: uh um, rate subscribe everywhere you listen if you're watching on youtube subscribe and send it to a friend tell a friend of a friend
1: you gotta say smash that subscribe smash!
0: button. smash That subscribe button. I what I have. I want to start off every
1: episode just saying, (laughs) smash! Welcome back to the Smash Show. Yeah, We smash things. Rest in peace, Gallagher. Honestly, that's the sad part. Um, And also, rest in peace, Jason David Frank. You were my honest hero growing up. I loved you. You're the reason why I like the color green. May you rest in peace, Jason David Frank. Rest in
0: peace to everyone that needs to rest peacefully.
1: Yes, guys. And if you need help,
0: ask for help. Yes. Listen to that Logic
1: song. Mm Mm-hmm. With the Logic song? I don't know. The one about suicide. Say, say bye. 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 And-